Welcome to the Hex Podcast. Hi guys, welcome to season two of the Hex Podcast. I'm um, here with Bianca Arrigo. Oh, you got my name right. Yeah. <laughs> Hi guys, Bianca Arrigo. I am a development coach and corporate wellbeing coach here in London. They should know who you are. You've been on before. Yeah, but maybe some new listeners. New name. New name, new listeners. Yeah. <laughs> right. Behave. Bianca's brought in some very, very interesting books for us to go through. Yeah. Bianca. Um, this podcast is going to be about three hours long. When she describes, she's going to read out everyone. We're going to keep it short and sweet, aren't we? Yeah. Explain what we're doing then, Bianca. Okay, so recommended reads book number one: "Eat That Frog" by Brian Tracy. Um, this book is all about sort of how to deal with procrastination. So something we suffer with a lot at the moment. Um, you know, when there's so much going on in our lives, and actually it can just be so overwhelming. It's like, well, where do we even start? We often get stuck in this rut of, you know, everything's just on top of us, really. Being overwhelmed. Being overwhelmed. Exactly. Being overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so basically, Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy is a book that helps you understand why you might be procrastinating and then put in steps to mitigate that procrastination. And it's a perfect book to start with because it's very thin. Good one for me. Yeah, exactly. It's small. It's easy to read. I love the smell of books. That's not weird at all. That's a normal thing, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I think we leave that in there. But yeah, it's very motivational. Next. All right, next one. Okay. This is one I know Chris, Chris loves, Atomic Habits. Yeah, I actually I suggested this one to Chris a while back, um, and it's actually one that I get all my clients to read, to be honest. I find it incredible i read it myself you can see where i've like flipped pages over where i just save the pages and i'll just read them again and again because there's just so much good information here so um james clear he's written this book in a way in which it's all about instead of thinking about breaking a habit it's thinking about how we can change a habit and how we can then implement sort of ways into our lives in order to be the person we want to be and behave in a way that in lines with that it's um, very much based upon like the Kaizen principle, which is basically just trying to improve 1% every day and not setting these huge tasks, these huge goals, and actually then getting really sort of deflated when we don't get there. I just noticed Mark Manson's name in here. Mm-hmm. He's described it as a supremely practical and useful book. Yeah. And I listen to his podcast and self-help. He's another, yeah, he like wrote um, How Not to Give a Beep. Yeah. So when you a beep there. So a lot of not giving up. Yeah, that's a, a yeah. fantastic book actually. Fantastic I didn't have book. that one on me, but that's very good, good book. Right. Next. What's that, mate? You swore before on this podcast. I know, but it's PG today. Yeah. New, new era. Um, and I'm going to be, I sound really stupid, I can't even pronounce that name. The Daily Stoic. Stoic. Yeah. No, I was going to say like Stoic, yeah. I was like... So Stoicism is a really ancient philosophy found in about 400 BC. Um, And basically their principles are you can't change, you don't have control over many things. You have control over your own thoughts and your own reactions, um, your own behaviours. And so this book is incredible because as you'll see, if you open it up, it's just one small quote a day. So every day in the year has a different day in the book. And it will have a quote from a famous Stoic, which might be like Marcus Aurelius or Epictetus, And then it has a translation and what that can mean in the modern day. Um, and I find this book really powerful because 
it gives you sort of a wisdom or a meditation that you can then take through your day in order to actually just be a bit more present or when things feel overwhelming or out of control, you can actually take this one paragraph and it can help sort of ground you and find your way through it. That's awesome. Yeah, and again, one page a day, so it's not like this big task that you have to do. You can just pick it up and, and leave it. So that's actually how I start my day. I read a page of this. This is the third year in a row I've done that. Um, but I love it. So it should just be yeah, about in the morning. Exactly. That's quite a nice little thing to wake yeah. up to. Yeah. What pages have we got turned over? Okay, that's a little one. Here we go. So I t again, I always turn I'll over turn pages over. that I like. So who knows what this is going to be? Ah, I can't even get into the page that I've turned over. My nails. Okay, so this would be June the 29th. No excuses. It is possible to curb your arrogance, to overcome pleasure and pain, to rise above your ambition and not to be angry with stupid and grateful people. Yes, even to care for them. Um, and then basically the translation is, I was just born this way. I never learned anything different. My parents set a terrible example. Everyone else does it. What are these? Excuses that people use to justify staying as they are instead of striving to become better. You know, and then you can just think about that in your day when you're about to make an excuse for something or when you're going to say, like, I can't change this or I have no control over this. You say, actually, like, that's just a excuse I'm telling myself to take the path of least resistance. And if I can change that narrative in my head, I can have a more effective and better, more optimal day. I like this book. I think when I'm going to bed and I try and read too much, I just fall asleep. So. And Phil doesn't like many books, he told me. So but that's these a books win. are like uh, manageable <laughs> chunks that keep me. Uh... Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. This Victor Franklin, book. man's search for meaning. Yeah. So Victor, um, Victor Frankl, he was actually a psychiatrist, and he was in a concentration camp. He spent four years there. So this book is sort of a blend between a memoir, a self-help book. Um, but the basic principle is that you have to find meaning in your life and actually that anything can happen outside of your control and you can go through the most horrific things that you can even dream of being able to get through. But once you find meaning in what you're doing, there's always a way through it. So this book, it makes you cry with sadness for what, happens in it but it also uplifts your spirit so much because there's something mm. that's so powerful about his words um there's an identical book that i've read really? called the great uh, the happiest man in the world i haven't read that and one. it's literally um Auschwitz survivor yeah. and he decides to be seen at all and he's now making yeah the happiest life over australia and i don't recently died but his book's amazing it yeah sounds like this one well. it's really good it's like it's just the fact that suffering's inevitable but when you find meaning in what you're doing you can get through it um, and for me, mm. it's really powerful. And it's also, I love reading it because it puts a big perspective on what your problems actually are. Yeah. Yeah, I love that one. <sighs> Controversial. Bill hates this book. I don't hate it. I <laughs> As I said before, on the books four, little chunks are good for me. When you're in a long day and you're going to bed and trying to concentrate on this, I found it a little bit hard to concentrate. So. Possibly one of the most famous books um, in the world. More of a holiday book than that. <laughs> so I read it three pages before bedtime because you're knackered. Um, okay, so why did I bring this one? So this book's more for those who want to learn more about mindfulness, 
um, and find more meaning in their days and also sort of change their way of thinking and be more present. Um, and you said you didn't like it because it's very spiritual. I didn't like it. I thought okay. it was hard to... Hard to connect hard, with? Hard to get a grip of it. Just for me sometimes when I'm tired of bed, I find it hard to get, yeah, get so into it really. It is... There's a lot to it. It's one of those books that you can pick up and put down and you can sort of open it anywhere, take anything from any different part. Um, but there's a reason why there's been so many millions of copies sold. So if you're someone who wants to practice more mindfulness, who wants to be more present, who's sort of exploring those things, then it's probably one of the best, best books um, out there, in my opinion. I'd recommend going on holiday and reading it when you've got a bit of time. I'd recommend going on holiday full stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not a quick page flick through for bed, it's a yeah. media attention span for that one. Right, next book. <clears throat> yes. The Imposter Cure. Cure. Yeah, so I bought this one because actually imposter syndrome is something that is so common in today's world. Um, both in men and women in all different cultures, at all different levels of society. And it's actually something that's only starting to be discussed more. Um, it's something that's very close, um, close to home for me. It's something that I really struggled with in the past and still really struggle with. Um, and the funny thing about imposter syndrome is actually the more you know, the better you start to do, the bigger it feels. So this book's really powerful because it helps you understand what is imposter syndrome, why you're feeling that way, but then it's a very practical guide to um, overcoming that. So a really useful one. Nice. Imposter syndrome is when you don't feel you are worthy of what you are doing. So when you might be in a certain job position or live in a certain life and actually you don't feel like you deserve to be there. So you think it might be down to luck or that you're a con artist or that, you know, you, um, however you got there, it wasn't down to your own merits and your own hard work. Um, and it's something that's really dangerous because you never stop to appreciate what you've done and you really, it really affects your self-worth and your self-esteem because you put all your failures down to you, you said, this was my fault, I didn't do this, I'm not good enough, but then you never put any of your successes down to you. That would all be external variables. So the book about believing about yourself. Believing about yourself and when that internal narrative of, you know, you don't deserve to be here comes in actually saying, yeah, no, I do. Like, I know what I'm doing. So it has like practices in it to kind of improve and get over it. Yeah, exactly. And just be more aware of it. The book to understand yourself worth. Yeah. Yeah. There's a note section at the back, but Bianca hasn't put anything on it, so. Yeah, I know. Because I like to give these books out. So I don't want someone else to be influenced by my notes. Oh, it's got a love letter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> oh my God, this one's heavy. Yeah, this ah! one is heavy. Ah. Right, this is definitely not a bedtime reading book. No. This is a... Robert Greene. Also, if you want to take it on holiday. Yeah, he's done a lot. He's done Laws of Human Nature, Laws of Power. That was one of his most famous ones. Um, this is not a book for someone who I would say isn't interested in psychology. Um, it's very much a book about understanding why people behave the way they do, why you behave the way you do. 
um, and generally then being able to manage and sort of navigate your way through life and your relationships, professional, personal, um, the most effectively. But he is a genius. Oh, didn't mean to clap them. <laughs> clap them out, go on. Give them a good Woo! <laughs> go on, Robert. You go, Robert Green. Yeah, it is. He, he's, you can also, if you Google him, He's on so many podcasts and things, and it will break down a lot of this information in much shorter, simpler terms. Um, but I would definitely say give him a Google if you're interested in psychology and the way humans behave. Last thing in the book, I think that's worth reading out. Or is that a bit complicated? I'm just going to sell this book in one. It is uncertain where death awaits us. Let us await it everywhere. Premeditation of death is premeditation of freedom. He who has learned how to die has unlearned how to be a slave. Knowing how to die frees us from all subjection and constraint. There you go. I don't know if that would make me want to read the book. It's the last thing you think about when you're reading the book. Exactly. Another classic. Half your name, isn't it? Oh, yeah, a little bit. Ego <laughs> is the enemy. This book's about Bianca. Right? <laughs> what, ego? Enemy. Is what? It? Huh? Huh? What? <laughs> I'm joking. I don't care. <laughs> Go on. Right, Ego is the enemy. Ryan Holiday, who also wrote The Daily Stoic. Um, this book is incredible for anyone who wants to learn more about why they act the way they do being more aware of their own actions um, and also the actions of others. So it teaches us a lot about when we're making a decision, what we thought we were making a decision based on external variables. A lot of the time it's just based upon our own ego and actually to be the most successful, the kindest, the happiest version of yourself, you have to leave your ego at the door. And our ego drives so much of our behavior consciously and subconsciously. And in my opinion, until you learn to understand your ego, it's going to be very difficult to live a happy life. Um, so I think I just think this book is fantastic. <clears throat> have you um, have you read some of the other books he's, he's written? We've got one there. And um, these two books. What else has he done? Oh look, Robert Green. So he's also there. <laughs> oh, yeah. What other books has he done? He also uh, Robert Green says about this book, inspiring yet practical. Yeah. Similar to the other one. Yeah. About the other one. Teach us to manage and tame the beast within us so that we can focus on what really matters, producing the best work possible. Yeah. yeah. It's got some flip pages there again. Okay, last one. Psycho-cybernetics. Um, so this book is how to tap into the power of your subconscious um, and improve your self-image and understand and develop compassion and self-worth. But what's really good about this book is it sort of proves a point that you can have these external goals and then you can reach them and then you still won't be happy. And actually you have to develop a relationship internally and understand yourself for happiness to truly be reached. Um, and it's a very practical way that's explained and written in a way that's very easy to understand and then start implementing into your days um so yeah max romwalt again very 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 smart individual but a great book and 
what would you say out of all the books? What would you choose out of all the books? If you could choose a book for... Let's start with Chris. I think Chris, I think Chris has read one of those already, but... There's also like, amazing other books out there. This is just what I had on my bookshelf. Um, I give most of my books away. What, what would you say a good book here was to, to start in this kind of area? It kind of depends what you're looking for. I mean, if you want to, like, Atomic Habits is great for anyone because I think everyone generally wants to create better habits and leave more negative mm. ones behind. Daily Stoic, yeah. I reckon that stands out for me. It's incredible. Especially if you've... Uh... Anyone who wants to just, you know, be more present just and think about things a bit Pick it up and have a little think. think yeah, it. and it's got different themes throughout the book I like the well. whole day, day for... Yeah, if you go to the front, it's got different themes. Um, so it depends on like what you're looking for as well. So here you go, part one, discipline of perception, part two, discipline of action, part three, discipline of will. Um, and then they're broken down. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's quite cool. This Eat That Frog's great as well for anyone who wants to stop procrastinating, which I think a lot of people do. They're all great. Um, one I didn't bring, um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. That's a really great book. Um, Stephen Covey um, and then also like at the moment there's so many good podcasts and things out there as well I don't know about you but like things like um, what do I listen? I listen to Lewis Howe's School of Greatness mm. a lot he's an ex-NFL player and he has incredible people on his podcast sort of top of their fields and all they do is scientists researchers sports people business people philanthropists um, and sort of talking about their stories and how how they got to where they are and what they believe to be true in life and things. It's just really inspirational. Jay Shetty, I know you like his book, Think Like a Monk, his podcast. Mm, I used to his podcast. Yeah, yeah, really, really good about more mindful life. Um, Human Lab, um, which is um, also amazing for anyone interested in psychology, sleep, recovery, training, that side of things. Um, Mark Manson, is it Manson? Mark Manson, is it? Yeah, I've not listened to his podcast. No, on his website, he's got uh, links to things like that in terms of and clicking goes yeah. through to it it's not it's necessarily a podcast but it does uh that's some good listens yeah it. good subjects um yeah. and i listened to uh no i forgot his name now i knew that's gonna happen who's the guy from get me to the greek the west ham fan <laughs> the one, you know he's like an actor as well he's like got a beard and he's like he's like chocolate cheese I mean, like, loads of people screaming at, at their phones right yeah. now, being like, this is the guy! It's the guy with the beard, long hair. Jimmy? He was in um, Rock of Ages. Who's the, um, Jimmy, who is the actor, West Ham fan, like, London-like guy, he used to be, like, heroin addict and got over Get it. Get me to the Greek. Get him to the Greek. Rock of Ages. Russell Brand. There you go. Oh, <laughs> Russell Brand. Russell Brand. He's just a comedian, Bobby. Well, he's a, he's a comedian's films. I listen to his podcast, and he's a yeah, he's a clever guy. Yeah, I like to listen to uh, him. He waffles a bit, but I quite like it. Yeah, it's good background okay. kind of office work. So yeah, there, there we go. go. Got there in the end. Right, thanks, Bianca, coming in. Thank you so um, much. Any questions? DM me and or DM Bianca. Um, if you want any more information about these books or anything else you want to know, Bianca's the woman to ask. Wow. Yeah. I try. Cheers, Nathan. Thanks, Nathan. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye.